With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Was happening, was happening, was happening. Happy Sunday. Welcome back. We live this week. Welcome to Moment with Moschetti. I am your hostess with the Mostesses, your spiritual and mental health guide, your auntie, sister, cousin, best friend, always coming with the realness, Moschetti herself. And we are here. We are here in the basement of the Sherman Phoenix. I hope y'all can't hear that because they got a lot going on and I'm going to do my level best to not be distracted by it. But we are in the Tone Deaf Network coming to you live with Moment with Moschetti. And this week we are going to be talking about what's the name of the lesson this week? The Blind Leading Themselves. The Blind Leading Themselves. So we're going to talk about how we see ourselves. But before we get into all of that, I just want to go ahead and say hello, um, do a couple of church announcements and then get into it. So first of all, first and foremost, hey mom, <laughs> good afternoon. That's my biggest fan of course in the building um yeah so what they have going on what is it they have going on upstairs it is a concert on the yard series going on the front porch series going on right now at it's currently 3 30 um in milwaukee wisconsin central time right now they have going on a concert series upstairs in the charming phoenix so if you're interested in some good all afternoon entertainment when the show will go off I'll be up there. Y'all can slide by there too. But anywho, so going into our church announcements for the week, uh, I, you know, I wasn't here live last week and I wanted to, to express and celebrate something very, very important. Last week, I made it to my one year anniversary doing Moment With My and it's crazy because I didn't realize I had been doing this for so long. I have just I just started going live one day um, to talk about different topics, and um, there was really no real rhyme or reason to why I decided to go live that day. Uh, there was a reason. There wasn't a really a rhyme or reason why I picked that day. It just was on my heart to get started um, doing this broadcast, and 
And then I did. And so here we are sitting a year later and I'm very, really proud of myself with the consistency in which I've been able to bring this lesson with the engagement that I've been able to have from you guys who watch every week. And so, um, and then with the growth that we've had, you know, I went from um, filming on my cell phone on my back porch to now I'm in the Tone Deaf Network, uh, you know, on the TDR pod network. I have like a podcast family. Um, I have a producer um, and I'm moved into a much better, much brighter, uh, much more hush space. And so I'm very, very excited about just the evolution that has come come with doing this for an entire year. So I'm really excited about it. I'm really happy about it. I'm really excited about the growth that's going to come in the future. So yeah, that's Church and Always number one. I made it all the way to a year. I made it all the way to a year doing Moment with Moschetti. So <laughs> if you can follow me, you'll know that all of those old episodes are on this page, uh, Moschetti on Facebook and they're also over on my YouTube and Moschetti. So those uh, episodes that are not there, well, obviously all the ones that I've done uh, in the podcast network at TDR um, are already on YouTube. Some of the old ones are not on YouTube. They will make their way over to YouTube, but I'm just really, really, really pleasantly. I'm really pleased. I'm really proud of myself um, because this is just something that I wanted to do in order to connect with people, in order to share some of the information that I have been accumulating over time through my practices and through my personal healing journey. And I'm really excited that I've been able to stay consistent enough with connecting with you guys every week. I know I've changed the day. I know I've changed the time. And I know there have been some times in which I haven't been able to be here, but y'all have consistently uh, rocked with me. And I'm really excited about where we're going to go within the next year. So that's that. All right. Church me not church. church. Y'all already know how it is when I can't talk. That means I got a really good lesson that I'm excited to get to. So <laughs> church announcement number two. Um, as I've been announcing before, and I will continue to announce going forward, the Central Church of Christ, located at 1830 West Monroe, has Vacation Bible School coming up August 9th through 11th, 7 p.m. each evening. Uh, we are getting our teachers in order, and we're really excited about having you guys come to the church. You know, always free, and then we give a little snack or roo afterwards. So come on out, bring yourselves, bring your children. It is a Bible study uh, situation, and I know that you hear VBS, and you automatically think little kids but it's not just for the little kids bring your kids bring your teenagers and bring yourself so we can have a uh, a jesus filled bible study good old time and then at the end of that week we have our community cookout august 12th which is a saturday from 11 a.m to 3 p.m at the central church of christ right on the grounds we'll be giving out school supplies we'll be having free food so if you're interested in coming you are more than welcome now on top of that if either you personally or your business is interested in making a donation towards the event you may donate in school supplies but you also may donate in hard cash money so if you want to give up some cash let me know if you would like to hit our cash app you can send that to central coc and just make sure that you write into the notes that it is for the community cookout you know we have um 
we have funds, we have donations, but we also are still, uh, we're not the biggest congregation in the world. So anything that anybody from outside the congregation, whether you are a former member who no longer is physically able to attend because you're out of town, <laughs> or if you have never been to the church, but you just want to support the community, help us get more school supplies, help us buy a bigger bounce house, anything that you would like to contribute, or if you would like to contribute some of your time, holla at me and I'll let you know um, what I will, will you can hand out a hot dog or something like that <laughs> or help us run some of these carnival games. So um, I'm really excited about that. So you or your business can donate. It's just if you donate via Cash App, please indicate in the four category that it is for pool supplies or for the cookout or because Monique says so. Like just make sure that you make an uh, indicator that this is what you're donating for so that all funds are allocated properly. If you don't write what it's for, you just made a contribution to the Central Church of Christ and we greatly appreciate it. So... Oh, and also since it's a donation towards a nonprofit organization, if you donate from your business, I'm pretty sure that's a tax name. So talk to our secretary about that anyways. <laughs> Outside of that, coming up on August 5th is the Black Arts Fest, formerly known as AfroFest. My choir, AMPM, will be in the building. Ah, I'm going to drop a bomb on that one. Can y'all hear the bomb? I hope y'all can hear the bomb. AMPM will be in the building at the Black Arts Fest at 1.30 p.m. on the stage. So we'll be going up earlier in the day. So get there. We're going to be you're like, like if you know anything about If you don't know about AMPM, you need to come out and find out, period. And if you already know what AM, about AMPM, then you already know what it is. You already know we're going to be in there rocking. We're going to be in a Holy Ghost good time. We're going to bless the stage before the rest of the acts get up. Amen. Amen. <laughs> And then also that same day, August 5th, and this is taking place on the Summerfest grounds here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. On that same day, on August 5th, some good friends of mine will be DJing on that same stage at 3 p.m. So if you like Afro beats, if you like vibes and stuff like that, let us know. Uh, well, come on out and have a good time. I think I did that right. Tone done gave me the, the ability to, to bring stuff up onto the screen. And I, I think I did it right. Okay, that's how you take it off. Amen, amen, amen. <laughs> All right, friends. Let me get a drink of water before we hop into this thing. Like I said, it's a whole concert going on above my head. I really hope that you guys cannot hear that. I've been told that you cannot, uh, but I can hear it. And so hopefully it will not be a distraction to me because I'm ready to get into it. So today's lesson is called The Blind Leading Themselves. The Blind Leading Themselves. The Blind Leading Themselves. So let me tell you where this came from. I like to give y'all a little bit of uh I like to give y'all a little bit of backstory. Uh, I I found myself in a in a number of situations lately because I've been going outside more often. Lord have mercy cover me. But I found myself in a couple of I found myself in a couple of situations where there has been like a single very very angry very very aggressive person in the crowd. Um they're so negative and so energetically powerful with that negativity that that their energy was completely shifting 
the entire atmosphere. And you can see people actively trying to maintain positive disposition and a good composure around them, but their negativity was actively sh shifting the atmosphere. And in these situations, you know, I looked at them and I didn't say, I, at first I was like, I wonder if they can see themselves. And then I realized I was like, they absolutely cannot see themselves. They absolutely, there's no way they possibly can see themselves acting the way that they're acting and doing what they're doing and still exist in this space because nobody else is acting the way that they're acting. Nobody else is doing what they're doing. Nobody else is being angry and aggressive and combative in the way that they are. So I was like, can they see themselves? And I came to the conclusion that no, no, they can't see themselves. But then I thought about it a little bit deeper and I was like, can any of us do any of us really truly see ourselves as we are navigating through this life? And so I thought it was very appropriate because I, I, especially in the beginning when I started this podcast, I talked a lot about taking care of your basic needs. I talked a lot about taking care of your basic needs and why that's important. And I definitely will bring those messages back. Um, but it made me really think about, do, do I know when I need to ground myself and go back to my basic needs? Do I know when I've fallen away from taking care of my basic needs? Do I see myself? Am I blind trying to lead myself? Are we the blind trying to lead ourselves? And how do we make sure that we aren't out here moving uh, without intention, moving in darkness, if we're the blind trying to leave ourselves. So another piece of that came also from um, me and my own mental health journey and my own mental health struggles. Um, I have battled with depression for longer than I can even recall and anxiety uh, for less time, but too long. And uh, with the depressions specifically, I have... Um, you know, de depression comes in episodes. And so it comes um, for a little while and then it leaves and it comes and it goes, it comes and it goes. And each time that it comes or sets on you, it can set on you in a different kind of way, um, especially if you're paying attention. And so for me, um, I, I realized that when depression is setting in, I don't always see it. I don't always see it. And so I don't always know when I should be trying to climb out of it because I don't always know when it's setting on. And so uh, that is another area of blindness that I consider. So not just with your anxiety, not just with the way that you're acting with your aggression, but can you see yourself through your depression? Can you see yourself through any of the circumstances that you have going on and where you need to change course? And so I came up with the blind leading themselves because we are all the, 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 the captains of our own ship. Okay. We are all in charge of the things that we are doing with our own lives. And mom says, that's what your village said slash network is for is for each other's eyes and ears. It, we are absolutely each other's eyes and ears, but sometimes things are sinking um, and we're not paying attention to them. We're blind to them before we even get it, before the people outside of us even get an opportunity to see it. Sometimes things are shifting inside of you and the people outside of you who can be your eyes and ears, sometimes they can't even put eyes and ears on you because you're not even available in their space. 
for them to put eyes and ears on you. And so sometimes we need to check in with ourselves um, and make sure that we're not walking around blindly, um, not just to our distresses, but also to our successes as well. Let me check in with the comments. Vivian says, yes, I get what you're saying. That's why it's great to have good people around you that will let you know when they think you're not yourself because sometimes you really don't know when you are lacking, especially mentally. Absolutely. But before we go there, so it's for the, the for the ups and the downs. So before we get too deep into that, I want to I want to give y'all know I'm a definition queen. Y'all know I love a good old this is I, I love the dictionary a Google Webster. I like them. So the definition of blind, the definition of blind is unable to see because of injury, disease or congenital condition and congenital is a trait from birth. So you're unable to see because of injury, disease, or congenital condition. But the definition of blind that I really want to kind of stand on today is lacking perception, awareness, or discernment. So to be blind is to lack perception, awareness, or discernment. And discernment is the ability to judge well. So we've talked here before about some of the symptoms of depression. And um, one of the symptoms is is having a loss of interest in things that you were once interested in before. So that lets you know right there if you're losing interest in things that usually bring you joy, that your ability to judge things, your awareness of things, your perception of even yourself is off um, when you're in those types of conditions because you don't even like what you know that you like. And so sometimes we're walking around blindly um, because we're lacking in the perception. It is not that we just simply cannot see, but it is that what we are seeing is not, we can't see what we are looking at for fully what it is. And so I wanted to, 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 to lend the question, do you even see yourself? Do you see yourself? And not just do you see yourself in the bad ways when you're sinking, but do you see your ups as well? Because as I was preparing this, I was realizing, I was like, I walk around blind sometimes to my depression. I walk around blind to when things are kind of falling out of order. But I also walk around blind to my greatness. I also walk around doing things that are fantastic and I think nothing of them because I don't have the perception that that's anything worth cheering about. And so when we are when we are off kilter like that, we when you don't see yourself for your greatness or you don't see yourself for your for your shortcomings, do you really see yourself? Do you know who you are and how are you walking and why are you walking in the direction that you're walking? And you don't even know what's up, what's down, what's good, what's bad. What is your litmus for how you are operating in this life? How do you know if you're functional or you're dysfunctional. And if you have no basis, no litmus, no scale, no measurement to determine if things are good, bad, or otherwise, you are walking around. You are the blind leading yourself. Forget about the blind leaving the blind. You're blind leading yourself. You don't even have, it doesn't even have to extend outside of you with somebody else not knowing what they're talking about or knowing what they're doing to lead you the blind leading the blind. That's what we always talk about with that. People who don't know what they're talking about walking around and bumping into things. No, we're talking about you don't even see yourself. You don't have a litmus. You don't have a measuring tool to how you're doing good, bad, or other. And so I wanted to dive into that a little bit. I wanted to dive in that a little bit. I want to dive in that a lot of bit. <laughs> So, 
How do you know that you are in function versus when you are in dysfunction? How do you know that when you are in function versus when you are in dysfunction? So to function is to work or operate in a proper or particular way. To function is to work or operate in a proper or particular way. So the reason why I always tell people to ground themselves in their basic needs is that I, I define basic needs as the essential items for you to be able to function. Your nutrition and your hygiene, your rest, your connection with other people, these are the things that are essential for you to be able to function. Without these things, you're not operating in a proper way. But when we're walking around not really having a a a... a, a and measuring tool for our functionality, a lot of the times we miscalculate and mislabel what a good day is and what a bad day is. A lot of times we oscillate between calling things a good day versus a bad day by saying this was a, a, a what is a vacation versus a tra traumatic day. The only days we label as good are the days where we actually don't have to attend to our daily duties or the days where we get to be on vacation or the days where fantastically fun things are happening. Those are the days we label as good. And the days we label as bad are the days where everything fell apart, nothing worked, something bad happened, something tragic occurred. But we have a whole realm and a whole spectrum of functionality that is supposed to exist within there, that is supposed to occupied the majority of our days because the majority of our days are not days in which things are either a vacation or a trauma the majority of our days are just mundane where you get up and you go to work so how are you functioning in that or are you being dysfunctional in that are you thriving in that what is your measuring tool for that do you have one when we when we look at the things around us we know if our things are functioning you know if your car is functioning, you know, if your car is functioning, you know, your car is doing fine. It ain't no lights on. You got air in the tire. You know, you got gas in the tank. You know, ain't no lights on. It's running smooth. You know, everything is functioning. You know, it's running great when you can drive real fast. And you know, a little bit sometimes when it's not running, it's great because you got to drive a little. Be careful how you hit the gas. But we have a litmus. We have a measuring tool in our vehicles to let us know when things are functional and when they're not. Lights come on, lights go off. But also, if you stay in tune with your vehicle, you don't have to wait for the catastrophe of that light coming on before you know that there's something that is not quite functional. Why? Because you have a relationship with this thing. You know when you started it. You know it normally goes when you start. You knew it today. It went. Oh, that ain't right. But when you're in tune, when you're intimate, when you're open, when you have your eyes open, when you have a measuring tool, when you can see what's going on with your car, you know before things start to fall all the way in disarray when there's something wrong. You on your weight loss journey? You know if you had a good day of eating or not. You know if you went to the gym or not. You have a litmus for that. So at the end of the month when you know you haven't been to the gym, you know you done, you know you done paid your gym membership, but you know you ain't went. When we look at the scale, which is another measurement tool, whether or not this thing is on the on, where this thing is, I can't say whether it's on a good trajectory or a bad one because the scale could be going up or down for you depending on what you're trying to do for yourself. We have measuring tools for that. You know you haven't gone to the gym. You know you've been eating french fries. So you know that when you step on that scale, it's more likely that it's going to be a little heavier. But what is your scale for knowing whether or not your life is being functional, whether or not you can actually 
make it through the events of your day? What allows you to see yourself instead of walking around blindly? Well, one of the things that you can look at is your external physical signs. You can look at the space around you. This is this. I tell you, this one always tells on me. This one always tells me. I told people a long time ago, I really like I really like having plants in my house, especially uh, the more dramatic ones that that like to like slump, slump over all ugly after you haven't watered <laughs> for the day because they tell on me. They let me know whether or not I have been upkeeping with my plants because if I haven't been watering them, I might not have been watering me. That's just the truth about it. And so sometimes you need external physical signs. What is the what is the condition of the space around you? Is everything around you in disarray? Do, are you putting things back? Do you know where things are? Are you able to get yourself together? Or are you running around with a chicken with like a chicken with your head cut off because there's nothing around you in proper order? Can you function in that space? If you don't know what it looks like when your space is functional, it's harder to tell what it looks like when your space is dysfunctional. It's hard to tell when you're falling away from your function if you don't know what it looks like when your space is functional. Mom says, I know when I realize I'm ir irritable or negative, I need to check in with myself. Absolutely. Absolutely. When you're irritable for no real reason, nobody has irritated you, but you are irritable. That is a flag for you to go, hey, I need to look at myself. I need to open my eyes. I need to check in with me to see what is dysfunctional and how can I move it back into a space of function. If you're feeling great and everything is going well, that is a time to look at your life and look at what is functioning so that you can continue to perpetuate some of those things that make you more functional. This is one of the things that I talk to about my clients when they are starting to make changes in their lives and things are starting to roll a little bit smoother. They're like, I had a good week, Miss Monique. I don't, I don't really know what to talk about. I'm like, okay, so what was good about it? What did you do this week that made it functional? Let's open our eyes to that. Let's not be blind to that because that is the important information. It is so much easier to tell when things are in disarray and we take it so for granted when things are in order because that's the expectation but how did we get to order what was orderly about it what made it functional what made it work because also if you can figure out what made it functional what made it work you can apply that to other areas of your life okay if you can figure out that you you do well with checklists so you do great with checklists at work with it you can do great with checklists at home I have discovered that I keep my space a whole lot neater when I got little compartments and stuff to just drop things in. All the, I, if y'all ain't here with me, well, y'all, if y'all saw me live the other week, you saw me take my jewelry off and throw it across the room. I do that at home. No shame. <laughs> but I knew that in order for me to be able to function in my life and not always have jewelry across my vanity when I'm trying to get ready and to be able to find my things, the functional thing for me to do is I know I'm going to set things down. So let me put it in a place. Let me set it down in a place where I'm going to be able to set it down and that's the place that it lives and I'm going to be able to find it when I want to pick it back up because that's the place I get it from. What does function look like for you in your space? And I know when things start falling out of function, then I'm falling out of function. It helps show me, keep my eyes open. 
another physical another sign that you are falling into dysfunction is you're being disconnected from others if you are a part look at what you're doing and not just look at what you're doing but look at why you are doing it and what does function look like to you when you're connected with others? And what does function look like you look like for you when you are disconnected from others? I'm walking a little bit through the basic needs. I'm walking a little bit through the basic needs. And one of the basic needs is to connect with other people. Sometimes you don't feel like being bothered with nobody else. And that is an acceptable thing. But why don't you feel like being bothered with anybody else? Have you been at work all day? I know that for when I went to the youth conference, I didn't feel like being bothered with nobody for about a week. Not because I had such a bad time with the youth. I actually had a great time with my young people. I am overstimulated by large crowds of people. And so I dealt with it while I was in that space. But when I got home, I needed to be by myself. That was a functional thing for me. And I could see that. I could see, oh, too many people here. They, they, working, on my, they working on my nerves. I'm overstimulated, so when I get home, I'm going to have to take a lot of quiet time, a lot of private time to kind of offset that. But there was functional reasons behind that. Now, when I want to go home just to go home, just to go home, just to go home, and there's no real reason behind it, then I have to open my eyes and take a look. Why don't you want to be connected with other people? Are you genuinely tired? Have you been peopled out? Or are you just avoiding going out because there's something that you don't see, something that you're blind to that's pulling you away from functioning? Especially if it's something that you normally want to do or somewhere that you normally want to go. What's pulling you away from that function? What's pulling you away from making you eat nutritiously, nutritiously, making you drink water on a regular basis? What's pulling you away from taking care of your basic needs? Do you not have food in the house? Because it could be an accessibility issue. So then we need to find a solution to get that more functional. But if you have everything that you need, why don't you want to eat? Or why are you choosing just to eat the easy thing? Or why are you choosing just to eat the fatty thing? Or why are you choosing to overeat that thing? What does function even look like for you in that area? Because if it is functional for you to just walk in and eat anything, then that's functional for you. But if it's not functional for you to just walk in and eat anything and you're usually more intentional, what's making you fall away from that? And how do you get back to that? And is a hyper-functional week for you? Is something over the moon for you when you're, I had five smoothies this week and a salad every day and salmon for dinner every night. Okay, that's cute. But are you forcing it or is that really functional for you? Let's get into it. Is this the real you or is this you you trying to be? <laughs> is this functional for you? What direction are you pulling in? What does that look like for you for it to be great? Mom says we're going back a point. Sometimes it's isolation, but sometimes it's because people be people. Sometimes it's because people be people in. But why are you at a limited capacity to people? Are you blind to that or can you clearly see what? Are the what is the rationale behind your steps? Are you blind to that? Or can you really see? Sometimes them people are people in, and I don't have the capacity to people with them today, so I'm going to decline. Or I'm centered enough to be able to continue to engage. 
What are you blind to? What can you see? Another, another sign that you are falling away from your functionality is if it's a thing that you're supposed to be doing, when was the last time you actually even engaged in that activity? If you can't remember the last time you even engaged in an activity, it's likely that you have blindly fallen away from it. And then you have to ask yourself, like I said, those pertinent questions. Why? If you're genuinely disinterested in it, it's not a functionality thing. It's not you falling away from yourself. You're not blindly, you're not blindly walking away from it, but you're blind to the fact that you didn't even really like it in the first place or that you're done with it. It's okay to move away from things. But are you actively, intentionally leading yourself away from that thing? Or are you blindly falling away from it because it doesn't serve a purpose, it doesn't serve any function, it doesn't enrich your life? And then what are you doing with that time? Are you wasting that time? Are you productive with that time? Are you resting with that time? Or are you just falling away from your responsibilities? Which way are you going? Do you see yourself? Do you see yourself doing these things? And do you see why you're doing these things? Do you see yourself falling in and out of function? And do you see your, why you're falling in and out of function? And when you see why and how you've fallen out of function, do you know what function looks like in order for you to get back to it? If you can see these things along the way, then you can do something about it. If you're blind to it, if you can't see it, you have to have some sort of measuring tools outside of yourself because yourself is unreliable in these situations. Yourself is unreliable in these situations. Your perception is warped. So yes, the friends and the family, but what around you before they can even see it? What is the feeling that you get to let you know that this ain't, what is the signs around you let you know that this ain't, this ain't functioning in the way that I would like for it to. But even before we could even get to that, do you even know what function looks like? Because some of us are out here chasing things so, so hard. We're chasing, we're chasing something so much and we don't even know what the baseline of function is. We know feast and famine. We know grind and pass out. But we don't know sustainability. We don't know consistency. We know go hard. We don't know balance. We know up and down. We know gas and brake. We don't know nothing about coast. And so when you're blind and leading yourself, you don't know the difference between any of these things. You just know go mode. But when you are actually opening your eyes and being perceptive of yourself, you have the opportunity to not only know what is driving you, but what is the most efficient and effective way to be driven? Now, those are all physical things. And I always say this is a mental health and a, and a spiritual wellness podcast. And I feel like sometimes, sometimes I don't sometimes I don't get directly to the, to the spiritual wellness as much as I want to. But we're going we're gonna to talk a little bit about how God will show you when you're being blind. Mom said balance is the B word. <laughs> Mm-mm. Nope, 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 no, 
no, no, no, no, no. I was about to, I was, I was, I was about to, I was about to try to change a song that got the real B word into it to something that had balance in it. And the Holy Spirit just told me, you said you was about to talk about God. Don't do that. <laughs> but anyways, so there are ways that God will spiritually let you know that you're walking around blind. And you definitely need to heed that when it comes because it'll be right there in your face. And honestly, the, the main way that God does that to you is, is he creates mirrors all around you. Spiritually, God will put you in a position where things are being reflected back to you, things that you need, conversations that you need to have, circumstances that you are in will start to be reflected in the spaces that are around you. People will start asking your advice behind stuff that you're struggling with. You'll run into situations that look very much like what you're going to, through. God will put a mirror up around you. You will find yourself giving out advice to somebody and halfway through that advice, you realize that what's coming out of your mouth wasn't meant exactly for your heart. God will not allow you to be blind. He will put it right in your face. But your eyes and your heart have to be open enough to be able to receive that and not just put that off as a judgment onto other people. See, the problem that we run into with our with our spirituality when we're walking around blind is that we're receiving the information, we're receiving the messages, but we're so pressed on it being somebody else's problem or somebody else's fault that we don't see that we're walking around blind to the fact that that message is for us the things that you're seeing being reflected around you is a manifestation of the walk that you're walking hey everybody in here had an attitude problem does everybody in here have an attitude problem or do you have an attitude problem and you're projecting that out into the world and everybody who talks back to you has an attitude because you putting that attitude out first. Does your social media timeline all consist of people just fighting and not getting along and, 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 and tragedy and car accidents? You, you putting it out there, you searching that, you watching that, you find that as entertainment. Do people always ask you for stuff? They're always coming to me. They're always coming to me. They're always coming to me. People don't respect my boundaries. You don't respect your boundaries. Ain't nobody else about to. Why? <laughs> Why would I respect your boundaries when I can get everything I want to out of you? We have things reflected back to us on a regular basis. That person that you don't like, that, that irritates your soul, ask yourself why they irritate your soul. And see how many commonalities you have between you and that person. God doesn't want you to be blind to yourself. He doesn't want you to be blind to the way that you're operating. He wants you to see your glory. You're doing business. You're doing good things. you networking. You're trying to grow. You're trying to thrive. He will put you in company of people who are doing the same. You don't trust nobody. You want to live in isolation. He will put you by yourself. And around a bunch of other people who don't trust. And y'all will all be sitting with y'all backs to the corner, looking at each other, ready to rip into each other because you don't know how to trust and nobody else does either. The messages that are coming to you ain't just for you. It ain't just for everybody else, it's for you too. The messages that are coming to you are not just for everybody else, they are for you too. I can tell you this, every single message I done put out in this podcast in the last year has been for me. <laughs> You want to know my business? Go back through and watch uh, watch all these episodes. You can see what I'm going through. 
or at least a, rem- a, a semblance of it. Because spiritually, God will put you in alignment with the things that you need. If you need healing, he'll put you in alignment with the healing. You need growth, he'll put you in alignment with the growth. You need love, he'll put you in alignment with the love. But if you project, but whatever, if you projecting out a lack of love, you might receive a lack of love. It might be a lack of self-love that you're projecting out, which is why is everybody trampling over your love. It might be a lack of compassion that you are projecting out, which is why nobody is being compassionate with you or why you can't seem to be compassionate with this person in front of you who needs some compassion. God will put mirrors all around you so that you can see what you're struggling with, what your strengths are, where you can fly, and where you can work. The blind leading themselves. The blind leading themselves are going nowhere. I mean, they're going, I can, okay, let me stop. The blind leading themselves, they're going somewhere. They don't know where they're going. There's nothing intentional about that. But when you open your eyes, when you take an inventory of your life, when you create systems around you that let you know when things are going well and when things are going poorly, you can regulate you. You can regulate you. I always know when I'm disconnected from God because I don't feel like listening to no gospel music. It'll come on. It'll out. What well, I don't want to listen to that. Why? Because my spirit ain't right. My spirit ain't in the space it needs to be. And so it doesn't want to be connected with things that are going to put my spirit in, in the correct space. My spirit doesn't even desire to be in a space where it should be. But I learned that about myself. And when I see that happening, I go, okay, wait a minute. I'm disconnected here. I don't want to listen to no gospel music. And I don't have problems listening to gospel music any day of the week. I'm a gospel singer. You put you put Kirk Franklin between Too Short and Meg Thee Stallion on my playlist, and I will rock out the whole way through. When my spirit is in the space that it needs to be, when my spirit is not in the space that it needs to be, that is one of the things that tells me. Y'all don't even want to listen to me right now because you ain't right. And then I and then it is my responsibility when my eyes are opened to that to do what is necessary to put myself in right standing. Maybe I do need to listen to that gospel song because it's probably the one that's going to let me make a U-turn and do what I'm supposed to do for the Lord. (laughs) But you have to know what your things are. Now, my things are what my things are. And I have developed them over years. I've developed them over observing myself. I've developed them by paying attention to what do I, honestly, it's about paying attention to what do I like when things are right? What is life like when things are right? Not when things are great, not when things are fantastic, not when you shirk off all your responsibilities or when you're on vacation or when you with your boo or when you, you know, are over the moon, like not that stuff. But when you just had a regular old good old day, it was a good day at work. You was productive. Whatever you define as a positive day, what does that look like? What did you do? Where did you go? What was good about it? That is your litmus. That is your measuring tool for where you should be on a regular basis. And when you fall away from that, when you're not doing those things, when those things are not incorporated in your day, you know you're falling short. 
and you know where you want to get back to. And when you're better than that, well, fantastic. You deserve a cookie. And I'm not just playing. I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> I'm not playing like, wow, congratulations. Here's a cookie. No, I, I, I really do believe like you deserve, you went above and beyond. You at the very least deserve to pat yourself on the back and say, good job. We did that today. We got in there. We was productive. We cranked it out. Good job. I'm not one of those people that believe that you don't deserve any type of applause for doing what you're supposed to do because there's too many people out here not doing what they're supposed to do. I, at the very least, I can give you one of these. Because we come down so hard on ourselves on the days and the times that we're not doing what we're supposed to do. We come down so hard on ourselves, even when you've had a productive day but you don't feel like it is as best as you could have done. That is another reason why we need that litmus to let us know it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. And maybe tomorrow you'll be even better. You're right there in the average. Average is cool. <laughs> Me and these buttons. I love the buttons, okay? <laughs> they here, I'm going to use them. <laughs> I didn't have buttons at home. I didn't have buttons a year ago, okay? So now I got buttons, I'm gonna use them. I haven't even used them that much, mom. See, now you're gonna like, no, I can't press all of them. Cause you're gonna be mad at me if I press a couple of them. But anywho, the blind leading themselves. When you haven't taken any type of inventory over your own life and you don't know what a good day looks like or a bad day looks like, you're walking out here with pieces of information about you that are not being used to the greatest of their capacity. The better you know about yourself, the better you know about how you're functioning, the better you can know about when you are in dysfunction. And when you fall into dysfunction, you'll be able to see it and pivot yourself back to a functional, even keel life. It's not always about running on 100 every day, but you got to know, you know, if today is 100, today is a 99, today is a 75, a 62, and you got to know if you don't fail until 12% of productivity, because sometimes we are, it's not until we're at a zero, we realize that we should have turned around a long time ago, and you've been distressed, depressed, not taking care of your responsibilities, and now you're overwhelmed because you've gone so far that it is extra hard to turn it around. But when we know, when we can see, when we have our eyes open and we can perceive accurately what our function is, when we have a measuring tool accurately for what our function is, we can see when we've fallen off. We can see when we have gone into dysfunction and we don't have to leave our, lead our lives with the blind leading themselves. All right. I think I'm done with that. <laughs> okay. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to bring back doing affirmations. I think I'm going to bring back doing affirmations at the end of every episode. I'm going to have to remember. Tone, remind me that I am said that I was going to do affirmations that he ain't in charge of me prepping my show. <laughs> you want to be in charge of me prepping my show? See, you just said no. I just said all 
but the okay seemed like anywho, anywho, any the okay was a little aggressive, <laughs> but anywho, uh. So I'm gonna bring back doing affirmations. If y'all remind me, mom, you gotta, my, you be here. We, you'll help me prep my show. <laughs> remind me to do an affirmation at the end of the show. So today's affirmation is: I know myself. I see myself. I love myself. Say that with me, y'all. I know myself. I see myself. I love myself. You gonna say that with me, Tom, one good time? I know myself. I see myself. I love myself. All right. Let's take it up in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this opportunity to share this message. I ask that you descend upon the hearts of all who need it and open their eyes so that they can see the glory of you and the glory inside of themselves. May their path be directed in the way of righteousness and the way of love way of peace and the way of joy in jesus name amen all right y'all i appreciate y'all spending time with me i appreciate i see y'all in the comments putting up the affirmations i see y'all and i really appreciate y'all spending this time with me if you want to give me a little financial appreciation for the time that i have spent here today you can always hit my cash app cash tag most buy me a coffee buy me a car whatever is in your wallet whatever is on your heart i greatly appreciate it i still got to pay for my studio time in august so <laughs> I'm playing, but I ain't playing all at the same time. But I really do appreciate you guys spending a moment with me. I appreciate you um, sitting and listening and taking from whatever this message, um, uh, whatever you can glean from this message. And I just ask that you like, comment, and share it with those who you feel like would uh, benefit from what we're talking about here. From that, uh, what we're talking about here. I'm tired. I've been talking too long. I need to go get me something to eat. So. It's food upstairs. I don't know what I'm finna go upstairs in the Sherman Phoenix and figure out what kind of food they got up there. So with that being said, I appreciate you. Thank you for spending a moment with me. I'll see you next week. Tom, take me out.